Hello, and welcome to another episode of Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. I'm Jordan. With me is Luke. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you, Jordan? Doing pretty good. I'm feeling it. Oh, and welcome to a spooky episode. <laughs> Improper. I don't know. We're not doing a Halloween theme today, but ooh, I don't know. We're not exactly the most uh, Halloween-esque humans. Not, not very festive <laughs> in here. I'm watching a lot of Halloween stuff, but what yeah. am I doing other than that? Yeah. The answer is nothing. <laughs> really nothing. <laughs> Talking like this. <laughs> like, um, at my work, they do a Halloween thing, like, every year. Um, mm-hmm. But, man, this year is, like, nobody is, nobody is really. Like, decorate or? Dress yeah. up, everything. Like each department of my, of the office has like a uh, like a contest. Like each department will be a different theme, and then they'll go around and judge. Hmm. Usually, we're working on it like weeks leading up to it. And now it's like the week of, and people literally turned around and was like, "Are we are we doing anything this year?" Yeah. And everyone was like, kind of shrugged Hoping and hoping <laughs> we keep our jobs. <laughs> yeah, right. Hoping the Ugh. economy doesn't crash. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's where we're at, but yeah, I'm not, not, not feeling it that much this year other than watching movies, Halloween movies. That's as Halloween as I get. I'm not yep. going to any, <laughs> I'll have a costume uh, <laughs> to speak of, you know, it's, you know, whatever. Halloween movies like, you know, Temple of Doom, you know, all the classics. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk all about it. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to this week, man? Um, so far, it's like one day into the week. I don't yeah, know even um, you know, working and side hustling and paying down debt and investing and living my best life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't record very late into the week. A little behind uh, baseball here. Inside yeah. baseball. That's that's what's. I don't oh. know anything. Yeah, um, it's baseball time. Oh, it is it's October. Right. You enjoying that? Oh yeah, that's something I never mentioned. But, How much uh, you're enjoying baseball? Like during uh, the whole Corona thing and so many things got shut down. I mean, we, we there's kind of like the evolution of the Corona shutdown, you know. Oh, yeah. We're definitely late stage on that at this point. But it's like at the beginning, I feel like everywhere in the country like really felt it. And it was just like completely shut down. And I mean, I'm sure everyone in the world was in that place for a while. And then like there was no sports at all. Basketball, like I miss March Madness. But then, like, baseball came back, and I don't know. I wasn't feeling as much. And then then the postseason came back, and I've been really watching that. Oh. My poor Braves lost to the Dodgers. But, uh, it's rough. Been an, enjoying watching uh, Tampa Bay playing the Dodgers in the World Series. And it's been a really good series. There's been some good games. There's been some frustrating games. But overall, just good baseball. So No, no team getting – Of course, getting... football's back. So yeah. Good. Our our college team here in Florida, they got a. Doesn't like all of them yeah. catch the thing. I don't know. I guess a lot of people did. I I thought it was just staff, but probably some of the players did as well. It's like so football. They, they've been on a two week hiatus, but they're supposed to play next weekend. So. It's football way more than baseball because baseball, it's like everyone kind of already is social distance for the most part until they're not. Yeah, but for the most freak, part, freaking football, they everyone come crashing just, into the catcher at home. Boom! Play. Constantly. Yeah. For sure. 
smashing into each other's faces. It doesn't really seem like I've heard anybody actually getting it, like, from field contact, it seems Mm. like. It seems like a lot of it's just, like, staff members and stuff. You know, I go to the wrong steakhouse or something. Going out, (laughs) partying during, you know, the off time. But I will say, it seems like, for the most part, it is pretty rare that I hear of a bad case. So, I don't know. That's Seems good. like it's not too bad. What I wonder what like the have have like any sports games like our sports teams whatever not been affected like at all like tennis you wouldn't think golf yeah golf I, I golf, remember golf's uh, probably the least affected. The biggest uh, thing I remember we it was like one of the first times we actually went out to a restaurant um, a few months ago and I remember we the TV was on and it was ESPN just regular ESPN not ESPN two three. None of that in bowling was on yeah. ESPN yep. vanilla. That's how that's yeah. when that was when you're like, oh shoot. Cornhole made a big resurgence. <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of the first things I saw a live event with like people standing around was cornhole. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent. Got to have our cornhole. I wonder if like to. <laughs> because of just the lack of so many other sports, maybe like people yeah, legit got into those. Exactly, They're yeah. like, what have I been missing? This cornhole is awesome. <laughs> Did Can't you see the way he threw that bag of corn? I know. People are like, oh, it's exhilarating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He threw it through the hole. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe. Maybe. What drama. Esports, I don't know that that kind of stuff. I mean, for sure. But yeah. anyways, um, let's get into it, man. Let's talk about what we've been uh, watching, slash playing, slash, slash listening to. Um, all right. So I think uh, you went last week. So this yeah. week, um, I'll go ahead. And we could talk about some music. Hit um, me with it. Yeah. So. Uh, well, a band I this is along with this isn't anything new for me, but it's a band I have not yet mentioned on the show that I have some affinity for. Uh, it's rough to say band. He's more of like a solo artist, but it's uh, the name Sleeping at Last. Hmm. Heard of this? I have. It is, it, is uh, <laughs> it goes along like with William Fitzsimmons and all the bands that my wife just does not like when I start playing because it's very mellow like extremely mellow and just his voice is very whimsical and just <laughs> very light but i think he is pretty genius as far as like what he does yes so he has just the fact that he does so much and he he has so much content it's like crazy so it's easy to be overwhelmed you know when someone recommends a band to you or an artist and you're like oh which freaking mm-hmm. album should i start with you know always oh, released three in one year oh here's an album and it has like 25 songs on it he has a lot of content but a good he's got a christmas album he's got a christmas album it's pretty solid christmas album um what a good jumping in point um i think with uh sleeping in last is the album yearbook it's a long album but i think it encapsulates him pretty well so if you're in the mood maybe you're cleaning or something where you feel like just chilling out you're sitting down having a cup of coffee drinking a glass of wine check out the yearbook album by sleeping at last what are you listening to man um this guy's good yeah i'm listening to him yeah um well picked he does have so much so much 
a couple things. Two things that I think you would definitely be interested in. One that I think you'll enjoy, but I don't know. Maybe a little less. I don't know. You pretty much like everything I like. Um, there's a couple songs that they were on a playlist that I had, but I hadn't listened to much of it. And I got down to them, and I'm like, oh, man, this song freaking rocks. Um, it's called Red Earth and Pouring Rain by Bear's Den. Bear's Den. And I'm sure more of their album and music is good, but that song I really enjoy. It's very, like, I don't even know what to call this kind of, like, we we always say it's 80s sounding, but you go back and listen to 80s music, it really is not quite. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's rooted in that element, but modern, like, whatever you want to call it, throwback Jordan and Luke's childhood rock <laughs> music, uh, really is, like, very evolved. You know, it's very more electronic. Okay. Um, Sorry, I don't have yeah. it in my ears. I'm kind of don't copyright us. <laughs> All right, I, I can't. I, you can't I see... play it on the computer like you used to be able to. No, because like on OBS, it's like the mm. desktop audio is what's picking up your your thing from. Mm. Um, gotcha. From, so it'd uh, be mixed Zoom. in exactly, and then we totally would get copyrighted. Have way too good of a show then. Yeah, I mean, there's ways <laughs> I can like separate it off, but I I haven't been bothered to do that yet. So. But yeah, I'll give that a listen. Uh, so far from the first 15 seconds of it, I've heard. Yeah, you will definitely <laughs> enjoy it. I know for sure. It's very, uh, was it, is it Night Rider? That's not the name. What's the name of the band? Night? Night Traveler. Something. Night Traveler. <laughs> yeah. He he rides into, the, into his travels. <laughs> um, so the other one is When I Get My Hands on You, the new basement tapes. What's the name of the band? Okay. And that's a very mellow song, but it's just, I don't know. It's got this sweet, like, kind of jazzy, slow beat to it. I had no idea it was the new basement tapes. I thought you were saying, like, oh, it's that new, you know, the new basement tapes (laughs) song. No, the name is the new basement tapes. I picked up some new basement tapes, and uh, the song, (laughs) When I Get My Hands On You, was there. (laughs) Perfect. Let me see. So, yeah, I think you'll definitely enjoy them as well. They're pretty popular. Yeah. My final one is this is one of those ones I'm almost a little embarrassed. I found it because I was watching a TikTok video <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh that song is so fine. good. <laughs> There's some fun TikTok videos. So this guy, Tommy Profit, Profit, Tommy, I don't know. It's T O M M E E P R O F I T T. So I'm going to just turn it American <laughs> and say Tommy Profit. Tommy Profit. It's probably Tommy Profit. <laughs> something like that. Um, he does a cover of In the End, but I think obviously by the number of streams, everyone agrees that the uh, Milan G remix is the better version. Huh. So it's it's In the End by Linkin Park, but it's not really In the End. It's really like they take pieces of the song and like mix them into their own song. Hmm. Because like version none of the like rap is in there, you know, none of the like verses. Okay, it's really just the chorus, but like mixed with like a dance track, and yeah, I don't know. It's a cool take. It's like very mellow, like I don't know, like 
uh, yeah, this is not doing it justice. Just listen to you it. You know, huh? a little. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, that's exactly cool, what it sounds like, like. Like, yeah, it's just cool, like, dancey, mellow cover. Yeah. And the, and the remix, it improves it. I enjoy the original, but it's, it's like sometimes people make a song and it's amazing how the person who remixes it can really just, I don't know, take what they did and say, you know, you were close. Like you made a good song, but you should have made it like this. Like Mm -hmm. there's that, uh, there's that remix that plays on the radio right now that just like everyone agrees is so much better you don't listen to the radio, so you won't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm old. But uh, yeah, there's there's this uh, there's this dance track that it's it's roses. That's what it is by Saint John. You'd probably recognize it. But there's a remix, and it's just like <laughs> they took like a pretty good song and made it like an actually like really great song, and it got played in the radio. And like the remix has like a billion streams versus like the original has like you know. 100,000 or something. Oh, yeah. the Chainsmokers is the... It's St. John, J-H-N. Oh, okay. I got His song, up. Roses. So oh, the okay. original has 74 million plays, and the remix has 997 million plays. Which, so which original? Is it the one by Outkast? Or... What, huh? Which one? What's, uh, no the, Outkast. Oh, you mean the original. Okay, so because it was a remix. The original song, oh, Roses by St. John, gotcha. has 74 million like... plays. But yeah, the Imenbeck, however you say that, Imenbeck mm-hmm. remix has 997 million plays. It's crazy. Jeez. But you can tell when you listen to the song, it's like, yeah, that should have been sped up just like they did. It's like the Fiesta remix. Everyone remembers the remix, but not the yeah. original Fiesta. Yeah, for sure. It's like, <laughs> this is the remix to Ignition? Yeah. This is fresh and hot out the kitchen? I didn't <laughs> exactly. know that. <laughs> the more well-known version. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. But yeah, so the remix is is pretty 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 dope. Give me a lot to chew on, and I will chew on it. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy that. All right, awesome. Um, watching slash playing. Uh, it's, it's more Halloween stuff, right? I mean, you and I, uh, we got some friends together actually. And we watched uh, Temple of Doom, so that was fun. We did. We had a fun time, kind of. We like went to the temple. Out. Yeah, that that is one of the more I think. I don't think it's the best one, but it's one of the more entertaining no. ones, I think. You know, because it's, it's just universally accepted it's not the best one. No, but it's but it very really entertaining. Good. You don't there's not it's a lot of It's my favorite trilogy by far, so you'll find yeah. no argument here. <laughs> there's not a lot of, you know, cuz in both Raiders and definitely uh, the Last Crusade there's a lot of like figuring stuff out and uncovering things. Oh, we got to go here. Yeah. Oh, what does this mean? Oh, we got to go here. This it's is very much, much bigger things with a lot more moving parts. Yeah, where Temple Doom's very Especially much... Especially the Last Crusade. And it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's this one group of people who are doing... Yeah, there's a lot of they're stuff going They're taking plane on. rides. <laughs> yeah, they're doing all yeah. kinds of stuff. There's only one location in Temple of Doom, and it's just, here we go. I mean, this is... Everyone knows this movie, but... Except the beginning, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, obviously the movie that spawned... Well, partly responsible for spawning the PG-13 rating. Yeah, it's such a weird thing. Yeah. It's a violent yeah. movie. <laughs> for sure. It's very violent. Holy crap. It's just that I mean, it's not only that one scene, you know, where he rips the heart out. That and that yeah. scene is insanely violent for a PG movie. But when he's like, ripping it out and he's 
it's just crazy how intense it is it's definitely what that movie's known for the heart gets set on fire he's like (laughs) it's insane but like even like the aspect of like when uh Indiana is putting Willie into the cage and he's evil. That's scary, man. And he's like <laughs> touching her. And he's like, help us. And you're like, oh my God, this is just upsetting. So happy Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> other than that, um, I watched, uh, we've been in Amber. I've been watching some of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Those are pretty good. You finish your scream watching. We finished Scream. Um, just to wrap that up, I, I did want to comment on that. I kind of forgot because it's been a while. We watched Scream 4, which is, you know, the one I didn't talk about. That one's good. I think it's probably the second best one, I think. <laughs> the acting's... First pro- one being the best. First one's the best. It's the most classic and just, you know, it, it has an interesting mystery. But the fourth one, it, it's good. I mean, it, it has some... It's it's entertaining. Some of the characters are really good. It made me kind of realize something. I was like, hey, and Panetary... She's pretty good. She's a good actor, and uh, she she doesn't really appear in that much stuff anymore. I mean, yeah, she had her moment and kind of just faded away a little bit. I know she's in After some television. Heroes, she really faded. Yeah, Heroes didn't really do her justice. But it's like you watch her in a movie like this, where you know Scream isn't known for having a bunch of amazing actors. I mean, it had Liv Shriver in a few of them, and like Nev Candle's okay, and you know the Arquettes are fine, but. You know, when you have a, a decent actor and one of them, they really rise yeah. <laughs> above. And so I was mm-hmm. like, man, Ian Panteri, she, she, I think, you know, she's a little bit. What uh, year did that movie come out? 2011. Okay. Did you like that? Like I was able to whip that out so quickly because I remember talking about was it. Heroes, Heroes, still, Heroes was still on TV, Ron? Um, I think it was right at its right like. Right around the end. Right when, it, you know. I mean, it was going down yeah. the toilet pretty quickly right after the first season, in my opinion, but it was at the point where it was like in the sewage tank, you know, where it was like, <laughs> it was just dwindling way to nothing at that point. God, heroes. What a disappointment. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Got to go and bring the first season. Home. It was like the epitome of like the perfect way to just like get a bunch of people to watch a show. Oh my God. The first like, season. Oh, this is so cool. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is awesome. I can't wait to see what they do next. Huh? Oh, they don't have anything else. <laughs> oh, this is very bad. <laughs> yeah. I see. Um, but yeah, we're watching a, a Nightmare now. Uh, I don't think we're going to get through all of them this Halloween, but we've watched one, two, and three, and I think we'll probably move on and maybe come back to it next Halloween because there's seven of them, uh, not including Freddy versus Jason or the terrible reboot or whatever remake that failed um mm-hmm. entertaining movies i can't say any of them scare me like at all because it's just you know it, even when like the first two are probably the most serious but even then it's like not that serious and then when the third yeah. one happens oh boy it is yeah freddie is spitting out one-liners left and right you know <laughs> I mean, he's not quite killing people with the Nintendo Power Glove yet, but he's, he's getting He's a very there. hard character to script in a serious way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> from three on, he's, he becomes a straight-up jokester for sure. But yeah. <laughs> Not that he was completely serious in the first two, but oh, man. Honestly, I think the first time I ever saw him was in Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Because I never grew up watching those when I was younger. 
I'd say that's a appropriate um, res- representation <laughs> of what Freddie is. I mean, <laughs> all the jokes Ridiculous. and everything. How he appears in that movie is how he appears in most of yeah. the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. It's, that's him, which is yeah. cool. That's cool that they did that. And actually, like, it's so rare, right? When you get a crossover like that from two separate yeah. franchises. Huh. Anyways. Um, but yeah, fun movies. There's probably a reason. I don't think it works that often. No. Yeah. <laughs> um other than that i told you a little bit about this when we were hanging out luke but i watched uh we watched leprechaun in the hood specifically leprechaun in the hood oh boy yeah i mean what we did talk about that what do you say about (laughs) leprechaun in the hood i mean it's the fifth movie in the franchise the fifth one uh in a in a very silly already (laughs) franchise that's never scary but always ridiculous i mean from the beginning these movies are ridiculous right from the beginning there was never yeah. like oh it started off that really grounded and serious <laughs> no no it's not like fast and the furious where it's like they actually kind of took it seriously in the first one yeah no and way. now they're like gonna go to the moon or something i mean what can you do it was a leprechaun from the start so it's like yeah. you can't you can't run from yourself is what you, what you say and so they embraced it a little bit more as they went on but i don't know uh, you know, it, it is exactly what it sounds like. You got Ice T, you got Coolio in there. You got scenes where Leprechaun's token on a joint. He raps at one point in the movie. There's like a full rap scene. Oh my! Yeah, you wouldn't believe it, man. It's it's some wild stuff. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> well worth the watch, huh? Yeah, yeah, right. highly recommend. If you're gonna watch, or I will say, if you're gonna watch a Leprechaun movie, I will say, hey, if you want to know what Leprechaun's about, it doesn't matter which one you watch. It really doesn't. It, it's like, it's very much. Oh, Leprechaun blew up in the last one, but here he is. <laughs> in this one, you don't. There's not a single character that's referenced or single event that's referenced from one of the last ones. Basically, it's, Michael just always comes back. Yeah, he always comes back. None of the other characters do, ever. It's not like... <laughs> like, even for, uh, of Nightmare on Elm Street, you have a few returning characters every now and then. You're referencing some stuff that happened. But this? Nah, forget about it. <laughs> the bar of entry is as low as... You want to go, I guess. <laughs> if you do want to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, not, not much other than that. I mean, we're still watching Halloween stuff. Me and Amber are actually in the middle of a movie right now. We'll probably finish it after this. Is a, a Young Frankenstein. Hmm. Yeah. You've seen That's that a one, good right? one. That's a good one. Yeah, Mel Brooks. Yeah. I think I've only seen it one time. But, yeah. It's a good one. I'm impressed with how faithfully they recreate a, like a 30s-style movie. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> And uh, some of those jokes are really cheesy, but you know what? Like, I, I love almost every single one of them because of the performances. Gene Wilder is just so funny. Yeah. yeah. You can't help. And even if it's something that's like said by, if it was said by someone else, you'd be like, ugh, how yeah. cliche. But if he's saying it, you're just laughing. He's just a unique guy. Yep. But uh, just waiting for next gen, man. I'm playing Switch mainly because, like, something about it, again, I just, I'm like, it's like, I'm playing like looking at like Xbox or PS4. I'm just like, I'll get the new one soon. So it's like I don't know something about it. I'm just I don't I'm not I'm less driven. Like I, there's a bit of it. I'm like man, I wish this was in the new console. So I'm playing Switch. I'm playing Pokemon right now. The DLC came out. I don't really have much to say about it. <laughs> it's funny. I'm a little bit the opposite where I'm like, oh, I need to like play some stuff before I get the new thing and I move on to the next game. You saying goodbye? 
I guess so. Yeah, it's very sad. The, the nice thing is, though, it's not really like you have to say goodbye to your games because for the most part, like even both systems, it seems like everything's, for the most part, like I said, going to work. So It's like sometimes you feel like you have unfinished business, I, I guess. the better version. <laughs> yeah. Start playing. There were a few games I felt like months ago. I felt like I had to really get through. We talked about it, like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. We're like, this is some unfinished business in this generation. I need to, I need to yeah. finish this. But, uh, anyways, yeah. How about it you, doesn't man? feel as much of a as a jump though. This time, no. it's more like a step into the next console. It's Especially like, since you're taking a lot up. of stuff with you. You know, it's not like, oh, there goes all those games. I was like, oh, hey, they're right here. <laughs> I do wonder, like, the saves and everything, how fluid that's going to be. I mean, I, I've only heard of, like, a couple things. Like, I know Spider-Man, there's a big thing about your save not transferring over. But for the most part, I haven't heard anybody saying that. Like, like the game I'm about to talk about, Red Dead Redemption 2. Like, I'm sure a lot of people are like, everything's going to transfer, right? Because yeah. I spent four billion hours on that game. <laughs> From what I hear, unless, like, the only time it's brought into question is if there is a specific next-gen, like, remaster or version of the game. That's the yeah. t- that's when it's like, oh, there's a question of cross-saves. But yeah. everything else should slide right over. Slide on over. Yeah. Well, it's a big deal if it doesn't. <laughs> yes. Especially, <laughs> I mean, some of those games, like we're saying, like any Rockstar game, it's going to be just huge if you can't transfer gta 5 no man's sky you spend... oh my god yeah no man's sky Oops. but that 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 game almost it feels more like a game as a service kind of game it feels like you're playing in the cloud when you're playing it i don't know yeah it, it does when i'm playing it but if all my things disappeared i'd be very upset all my my exotic ship oh my god yeah i guess it just feels like everything's saved i don't know maybe i'm naive I think it is. I think it. W- I think we'll be fine in most departments. I think there'll be a few instances of what. But I think I'm just used to everything being in the cloud. So if a game doesn't do it, it's going to be like heartbreaking. Yeah. But I, the, do you, do you get the same feeling when you go into like a Rockstar game? It's like you feel like you're detaching from the internet. It's like okay, I'm going into this set piece world. I'm no longer a part of the internet world. I'm in <laughs> the rock star world. I mean, they GTA really make you or, feel that way too. Just yeah. within the game. It's just like, are you playing online or not? Okay. Yeah. Not yeah. buy online. Yeah. They very yeah. much make you feel that way. It's like everything's saved, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'll just roll into it. Yeah. I've been playing red dead Two redemption Two, um, some more. And as I say, every time I get in there, I feel like I'm getting close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you um, are though you actually are this time though and i and i've made a lot of progress since we even talked so oh I've, great. I've done a bunch more missions and what yeah, are you doing so, just talk about it. this game like right now right now this game's like two years old so yeah. you go ahead and, uh, i was just reading this crazy thing when i was searching red dead redemption 2 it like brought up some news stories and five hours ago lad bible i don't know it's some i guess it's a gamer publication or something Mm -hmm. they said this 65 year old rdr2 player has beaten the game more than 30 times (laughs) and being that i'm neck deep in this game right now that is blowing my mind because it feels like this game is never ending i think red dead redemptions 2 
uh, Redemption 2 is really amazing. It's great. But here's my question. Why? <laughs> Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's that is weird. the question. That is. He's his only game. The picture yeah. they have of him is he's in the full hoodie with like Arthur <laughs> shooting the gun. <laughs> huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He plays Red Dead Redemption 2 story mode for hours every day. Fine. Crazy. Well, glad he enjoys it. Um, yep. So, yeah, just, you know, plucking away at it. Uh, it's just, it's a great game. Um, I'm just kind of ready for it to be wrapped up at this point, though. So You're at the epilogue. What's happening? Oh, yeah. So the epilogue 2, just, I just had that splash screen. It's like epilogue, epilogue whatever, <laughs> chapter 2. And uh, John, you know, that's the big spoiler, but yeah, John, <laughs> no longer Arthur. John uh, bought that piece of property. He's there with uh, the cook. Uh, I can't remember. Uncle. Name Uncle. Yep. Uncle uh, showed up and is being a bum and just told me he got drunk the night before and he's not helping me <laughs> clean up. So I'm working on my new ranch, trying to get it ready to hopefully win Abigail back. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds so dorky as I'm saying it, but no, that's where I, I'm at. <laughs> I like those this part of the game. I'm not gonna lie. There's something weird yeah. and relaxing about it. Where I was just like, you know what? This is cool. Just chilling with these guys. It's kind of neat. It it transitions into this more peaceful, like version of the game where you're not doing as much killing. I'm getting some bounties. I'm trying to like earn some money. I don't know. It feels weird. I'm like in this place where I'm like, man, I'm broke right now, so I need to make some money. Maybe that'll help the story along. That's not going to help the story along. I don't know why. But that's how, like, it's cool how that, like, the game makes you feel <laughs> that way. Where yeah. it's like, I can make a difference in the story mode by earning more money so I can pay for this ranch. Maybe if I'm rich enough, all the potentially <laughs> bad things in the story won't happen. <laughs> uh Funny story I want to share with you about about the towards the end of this game. You've already passed this by a long mile, but it's like your last moments with Arthur, and you're like going to your last mission, and like you know yeah. it's like the last one in the music song. for the first time. You're like, oh, the song with singing comes in. You're it's this powerful moment. You're supposed to take yeah. in everything that's come before and embrace what's happening next. And you, I'm riding you along. Ran your horse over a cliff, right? Freaking into <laughs> a tree. I, I was it. like. Let's do this. <laughs> oh! oh! <laughs> it completely That's killed perfect. the moment for me. <laughs> I wish you had been streaming back then. I know. <laughs> you would have been like on a YouTube clip. Somebody would have cut out of you doing that. Uh, my goal in life is to be on uh, Perfectly Cut Screams. So <laughs> I'm on that Twitter channel then. All as well. Okay, guys, we're getting here. We're getting to the last mission. Oh, this music's cranking up. Let's do this. <laughs> so that didn't work out so well. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I actually was thinking about that. When you're riding, there's like these bridges you cross. I'm like, it would not take much for me to just aim the horse a little bit too far to the side and just wham, my horse dies, oh, yeah. I die wasted it doesn't say wasted <laughs> it just says dead <laughs> that is like a frustrating aspect of that game to me it always has been that fact you can crash those horses 
quite easily yeah. in my opinion. And it feels sometimes like you're not aiming at that tree. It's like I yeah. had it turned the other way and you still ran me into the tree. It's like the horse is bent to like kill himself <laughs> or something. You're like, why? This is it. You need to pay for taking me through these trees. <laughs> sometimes like, what did I hit? And I'm just like, oh! yeah. A stone. Yeah, oops, he stubbed his Tripped toe. Tripped on a root. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I've been watching a little bit more of the third day. I, I kind of tailed off since I thought it was over and I came <laughs> back. So, You're so I've watched satisfied. the next episode, but I have two more to, to watch. It just, honestly, they're very heavy. So it's been a little hard. Like when I sit down and watch one, it's, it's hard for me to just watch them back to back. They, yeah, they weigh on me every time I watch it. They're, it's this strange mix of, and people who haven't watched the show won't quite know what I mean. But if you've watched the show like Jordan has, you definitely know what I mean. It's it's a strange mix of where it's... I would definitely consider this a horror thing, but leaning more towards the thriller. But then at times, it's just a straight-up drama. <laughs> it's such a strange thing. Yeah. It's like it goes from being genuinely a scary, gritty, sometimes really gross, <laughs> like horror thing like i would say it's straight up horror at times Mm -hmm. but not 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 a lot but it's just at times it feels very much a horror movie or yeah many many series but then other times it's just it gets right away from it and it's just like oh yeah it's like mystery drama we're having some character moments here yeah yeah very much in the the same vein sort of as the wicker man the original and yeah the remake where a lot of it is wandering around what is this this is crazy oh no that's just the the dm no that the you know this the, that's just the thing and you're like but 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 and they're like you know yeah <laughs> and then all hell just because i was so much younger back then but uh or that this is so much more british than wicker man <laughs> But the, I enjoy the this remake a lot more than the Wicker Man. <laughs> the remake of Wicker Man. The original is very British. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean the remake. That's the only yeah. one I've seen. Okay. But uh, yeah, I enjoy this a lot more than the Wicker Man. I could say this proof positive indeed that I definitely enjoy way much, way much more than the remake of Wicker Man <laughs> by far. You like the original Wicker Man, was that right? I remember you I talking do. about it. I do. Yeah. I don't think it's like incredible, but it's good. Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, that's it for the most part. Um, honestly, every time we finish this, I go back during the week. I'm like, I forgot to talk about this. I forgot to talk about that. <laughs> I watched all sorts of crap. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's all I can think about right now. But I think we have some interesting things to talk about. I agree. I mean, there's, uh, going into our topic, there's not, there's not like too, we usually have our, uh, you know, next gen update, which, you know, we'll give, there's not too much going on this, this week. I mean, right now, um the all the uh all the uh i'm blanking on the word the embargoes have Mm -hmm. been lifted so there's a lot of uh at least on the xbox so there's a lot of like there's some playstation 5s i saw being unboxed um yep at least at ign i don't know about they they can't unbox them yet from right now they can just show the box yeah um but but yeah the it seems like the uh, series x embargoes up and everybody's just talking about everything honestly it's Mm -hmm. It's about that time where it's just like, eh, okay. 
<laughs> yeah, not not no. too much more news. We'll have it to discuss. opened in two weeks, anyways. So yeah, the PlayStation Five has a lot to discuss right now. Kind of like to cover the same ground as like the Xbox has been covering for months at this point. Not months, maybe like a month. But uh, tomorrow is, I think, when the first embargo lifts. Today's Monday. Tomorrow's yeah. t- so by the time you're listening to this, you'll probably know a lot more about the PlayStation 5. But at this point, we're just kind of waiting on that. But uh, one one interesting little tidbit is that uh, Destruction All-Stars is, uh, you know, the PlayStation 5 launch title, uh, retail, mm-hmm. $70. It's like the combat car smashing against Caesar, whatever. It kind of looks like Twisted Metal. That has been delayed to uh, February 2021 mm-hmm. and will mm-hmm. be released um, as a PlayStation Plus game for mm-hmm. the, their users. So... It's kind of like a good news, bad news thing. It's, it's of all the launch games of PlayStation Five, that's the one where everyone has like the most trepidation for. So it's probably yeah. <laughs> probably a good move. I have no idea what to expect from that game. So oh, whatever, we're gonna be. Uh... Oh my gosh! Thank you. Finally, sorry, I got an email. Okay, this is really dumb and really stupid, but I don't care. I, I've been. I ordered back on. Uh, where was it? It was like back in uh, like early September. Like I ordered these uh, Mario 35 anniversary pin set, which you had to like do a bunch of missions for and you get them for free or whatever. I ordered it so far, so long ago. And they just now shipped from Nintendo. Dirtiest hmm. wow. thing I can freaking talk about right now, but you know, whatever. <laughs> it's two months. Yeah. It's a long time. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, got him. Great. Okay. But anyways, <laughs> all right, cool. So, yeah, Luke, what, what are we talking about today? We're talking about some games, right? Yeah, I, I thought it might be cool to just kind of look ahead because I think a lot of people share in that feeling where we're excited for the next gen, like we've talked about. We're really excited because there's so much potential, but we're definitely super early days for both consoles, for both companies, and, you know, really, if you want to get excited about it, you really need to set your gaze <laughs> you know, on the horizon. So yeah, that's what I thought we would do. Kind of talk about what's to come in the more distant future, you know, 2021, 2022, you know, 2030. That <laughs> sounds know, good. More reasonable things like that. <laughs> so the hype train is still moving full steam, but we have a new fuel source, basically. <laughs> exactly. Next gen hype train is still moving new fuel. Let's go. I think there's some things out there that are really exciting that I want to talk about, but also I think there's some things that I want to be announced that haven't been announced yet. And so, yeah, talk a little bit about that, but let's do it. So I guess some of these Bethesda games, honestly, are like some of the first ones that come to mind for me. Like elder scrolls has always been something to me that like sets the bar for what, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, What's the uh, CD Projekt Red game that's coming out? Um, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Kind of like Cyberpunk, um, you know, CD Projekt Red really has kind of picked up the mantle where I feel like Bethesda in some ways has kind of dropped it because their development cycle is so long. And I feel like there was a lot of things wrong with Fallout 4. And so, you know, it it left a little bit to be desired. And... You know, what have they been up to now for a while? Hopefully, they're making the next Elder Scrolls game. I know they're making Starlink, whatever that is. You know, yeah. I don't feel like we really know. So, you know, Starlink would be one of those ones that were, 
I would say it's the more near distant future in the spectrum of what we're talking about right now. It's probably coming out next year, maybe 2022. Uh, but I wouldn't think it would be any farther than that. And um, so that's exciting. And, you know, obviously it's, it's a little more relevant, um, relevant to Xbox now because of the mm-hmm. acquisition. Um, but yeah, I think one of the biggest things I'm excited in the distant, distant future is Elder Scrolls Six, which which has been announced, but I mean we we know nothing. We know <laughs> we know that it's coming. That's that's literally all we know. And mm-hmm. you know, it, Skyrim it was just it was a game that like set the world on fire in two thousand seven. It was just it, it was such a good game. And and Oblivion before that, which was the first one that I got to play, was so so good. It was you know it was a long time ago. You go back and play it now, and it kind of looks like junk, honestly. But yeah. back then it was just revolutionary. It was. It was the same thing in 2001 with Halo. It was like they were, they were doing things that just nobody had seen at that point. And Oblivion was opening up the open world in a way that was just blowing players away. And it was pushing other, other developers to do that same thing in the same way GTA um, 3 did back then. And, and so I, I'm super excited for that. That's, that's like one of my biggest things. Um, so yeah, just like CD Projekt Red, like mm-hmm. I I get so excited for those games, but Bethesda's right there. Like those two, those two companies are just I'm so excited to see what they do next. I so. think everyone is there with you. I think everyone's appetite is just wet for freaking this new Elder Scrolls game. I mean, like, yeah, I I still because because it's on the Switch, I still play Skyrim uh, here and there, and like going to it is like there's areas of that game that feel old you know just because it is old it's very old but like yeah. but there's also moments where i'm just like this i can't believe it's this in depth you know i can't believe that i had this option i can't believe that like there's so many items you know it's like stuff like that where i'm just like yeah 13 years ago too i know i still feel like yeah there's nothing that's come at this point where i'm like oh this is done this but maybe done it better or anything like that i just don't feel like we've gotten a follow-up for that yet i mean like fallout just feels so different from from skyrim in a lot of ways and even though i know there's a lot obviously tons of similarities it's like the sci-fi skyrim but still mm-hmm. there's there's such a difference there it still it feels like when you walk into the skyrim world you're like wow I, there i could be so many different things it's insane and like yeah I, i'm I'm right there with you. I, I'm extremely excited for what the new Elder Scrolls has in store. And I, you know, the good news is, is you know, even if it's Starlink or whatever, I'm, it's kind of surprising that Bethesda has announced games like that as far out as they did. Usually, they're pretty good at being like, "Here's this game. It's coming out in yeah. you know half a half a year or something like that." And you're like, "Okay, great, awesome." But here, it's like, yeah. Hold on, everyone. We're getting ready. I guess maybe yeah. they're pulling resources. I don't know. But yeah, I'm with you. I was really hoping when Starlink, Starlink got announced that it was going to be a little farther along. It it has felt like as time... Because that was... I believe that was the E3 before this year that they actually announced that. Mm-hmm. So that's now, you know, been over, what, E3s in... Is it in May? Is that right? Something like that, May, June, something like that. June, June, yeah, yeah, I think June. So it's now been a year and a half, mm-hmm. and we really haven't gotten any new information. And that seems it seems like a long time. Um, 
yeah, I just, I'm kind of ready for an update. You know, I'm ready for a trailer. I'm ready to like move ahead to like, Bethesda's just, it's, they're, they're a company that makes such interesting games that, you know, you're, you're kind of chomping at the bit to get some more information about what they're doing. And they haven't provided a lot of that. So yeah, just kind of wondering what's going on with that game. Yeah. I mean, who knows when we'll get an update for that, man. I, Oh, it could be E3 next year <laughs> by the time we get an update on that. And that seems kind of right. I mean, honestly, I think they're probably going to focus on Starlink uh, next year. It's probably going to be... It's Starfield. Isn't Starfield. It? I oh, just found it. Starlink the is the Ubisoft yeah. Space Fighter game. Oops. Is that right? Like, the Toys to Life. <laughs> that was completely my fault. I kept saying Starfield. Whatever. Starlink. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> um. I'll throw one out there if, uh, if it's cool with you. Uh, yeah. Um, so Final Fantasy 16 is uh, a game that is would kind Sorry. of primed. <laughs> you're fine. It's uh, primed, it seems, to kind of almost do a new thing with Final Fantasy from what, we're, what we've seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that mm-hmm. we got a trailer with that looks like a game that's almost finished is crazy people are saying like this game's coming out like square itself is saying this game's coming out sooner than we think and it, so looks, it almost feels like they must have been working on two projects at once with this i i think you know, so with the reboot of seven and, and it seems like they're going like kind of a different route than they did in, in, in final fantasy 15 like um what what uh to me this is more like the star star link it's more like that kind of timeline in which I'm thinking it's going to come out maybe yeah. even sooner. Did they show a trailer for it in that event? Oh yeah. 15. It had yeah. gameplay. It had a lot of cutscenes. It was a pretty like sizable trailer where you're like, wow, so that it, sounds like maybe the fall could be like, ne- could be next year. Yeah. could be soon after. I mean, I don't know either way. That's cool. It seems like from what I hear, they're going like a different route where a lot of people felt, uh, understandably so, and I think I'm in the same camp. That Final Fantasy 15 um, overpromised and underdelivered, and they've what they've kind of said with this one is like, look, we're not going to show you a CG trailer. We're not going to show you like what the game isn't. We're just going to and like the game's in development, so it's probably going to look better than this. But here's the game. Yeah, it's coming, and so they're kind of going the other like under promise and like and hopefully exceed expectations so Mm -hmm. that's very exciting for me final fantasy whenever a mainline final fantasy game comes out it's always a exciting thing i need to correct something i said skyrim came out in 2007 it was oblivion that came out in 2006 shivering isles came out in 2007 skyrim came out in 2012 okay so it's eight years old one year after scream 4 (laughs) got (laughs) i base everything off of when scream 4 came out now guys But yeah, um, anything else, Luke? I mean, obviously, anything else. What next? What, what's another thing? <laughs> um, there's so many. Honestly, there's so that many. was like the big one. Um, like looking at that list, this list, I'm like, there's something I didn't even know about. Earthworm Jim four. What the? Yeah. <laughs> who taught? Who said? Who said anything about Earthworm Jim four? <laughs> um, obviously, Halo is a big one. Um, for the Xbox world, oh, yeah. at least. Um. You know, there's a lot of games that, like Skull and Bones, games that we just, we don't know where they're at. Um, mm, yeah. 
There's closer games like Senua's Sagwa, Hellblade 2, which probably is going to become, you know, like a trilogy or maybe even, you know, onward than that. So I'll be, I'll be interested to see where that whole world goes. Yep. Like I said, I got to play some of it. And yeah, it's definitely interesting. I, I wonder if they're going to, I don't know, evolve the combat, which I think would be the biggest thing that I would be excited to see with that. I think mm-hmm. the story part of it was really interesting, but the combat I thought was a little on the slower side. There were only like three different ways you could like hack. There wasn't really any like combo maneuvers you could do. There was like one block. It just, you know, it felt like, okay, they put together a really cool game, but didn't spend a lot of time on the combat. So yeah, that would be an interesting one. I would like to see, um, I, I would be interested to see now that they own Zenimax if Quake might come back. Mm. Um, that's a game that I feel like hasn't gotten a lot of attention. It is a uh, what's the Doom the Doom guys? It's an id project. And uh, if people want to rewind back to one of our very first episodes, that was a uh, <laughs> hundred episodes back or whatever. Um, 70. Yeah, that was one of the uh, first. It was one of the first games I ever played. So that is a special place in my heart. Um, you know, it was it was such early days for first person shooters that it was. Yeah. It didn't take a lot to impress me at that point, but uh, I still I think there's there's a there's a game that could be in there, especially in this new world of games as service as this huge piece of the market. <laughs> um, games like Overwatch and you know. Fortnite have taken a huge chunk of the first-person shooter market, and Quake very much could be... I I really wouldn't want it to become a hero shooter, but it could be similar to that. Um, That was another thing I actually played this week. There's a a new game that... Well, it's not new. It came out, like, late in the summer. Um, I'm completely blanking on the name of it, but it's it's basically you're in a group of four. You jump in. It's did you ever play in Halo Five? There was that mode where you would. It was called like Outbreak or something like that. Rush or <laughs> you would jump in. You'd have one life and you'd like have to go at the guys. Either grab a flag or just like take out all the other guys and then you'd win and then there'd be a new one and you'd all jump in. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever play that mode? I think so I did, it's kind of yeah. yeah. There's a new game that. Um, came to game actually no it's it's a free-to-play game and uh yeah it's anyways that game whatever the name of it is rogue it's like rogue group or oh I, I know this yeah hold on I, yeah i know i know exactly i know what you're talking about i don't know much about it but uh, yeah I, this game's kind of uh let's see it seems like it's prevalence. getting some uh, pretty pretty big attention um, yeah Book company Right, Rogue Company. Yeah, Rogue Company. Um, so yeah, I was I was playing some of that, and that just, anyways, the reason I brought that up was just that that kind of reminded me of maybe what Quake could do, but in more like bloody and Quake-like railguns and yeah, you know, sniper rifles and bigger map and all the stuff that Quake does. Quake is an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, like it, it has like the the fan base to Quake is a hardcore. It's a dedicated yeah. one, and they're mostly PC based. As far as it's, it, I think, it's the fastest shooter that exists. It, you, you think you think yeah. Call of Duty is a Twitch shooter, but 
Quake is insane. It was it was fast back then, not as fast as it is now, just because I don't think the computers could handle it. But it's always been this like jump around, shoot each other as fast as you can, and like people explode into pieces and stuff. Kind of, it's crazy. yeah, it's very much like a Doom cross between I don't know Fortnite or something, where it's like gritty but also like crazy twitchy. Very it's, competitive. It's very competitive. I mean, QuakeCon. I mean, come on. These people are yeah. playing pro, like, hardcore for the longest time. It's still going to be like... I'm sorry. I'm... So, all that to be... be uh, all that being said, uh, I just... I could see that being a cool Xbox slash PC exclusive for Microsoft, where mm-hmm. they maybe you know, put a little bit of Halo magic in there and put a little bit of Gears tech in it. Because I think that's one area that Quake has always struggled is the graphics. I never thought that game looked great. And you could keep that same, you know, speedy combat, but also have the game look really good and have that, you know, 60 frames, silky smooth gameplay and keep the heart of what is Quake. 120. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard people saying that you really aren't going to see the big difference between 120, yeah, but it, it doesn't make me not want to play <laughs> in it. It's kind of telling. I was watching a uh, the an overview with the uh, guys at Microsoft. They did like an overview of like some of the games, and they were like talking about 120 frames. They were like kind of just off the cuff, and they were like, "Yeah, man, playing Gears Five when it went to 60, I was like, wow, this is what in a, a world of difference." And then I'm going to 120. It was really cool, you know. <laughs> it's kind of funny. They said that. Was yeah, it was, it was something along those it lines. It was marginally better. <laughs> where they didn't say how much of a world of difference, and once you see it, it wasn't like that. They're just wow, it was so awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought it might look a little better. <laughs> but yeah, it made me think. He's like, turn it on. Things. I already did. No, yeah. seriously, turn it on. Exactly. I mean, 120, that's a cool concept, but you know, 60 is great. 60 is really good. Get to 60. I'm, I'm pleased. 120, I'd like to see it. But Yeah, I mean, why not? But if you can do it, go for it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, looking at this list, some of these games are games that I'm like, I can't believe aren't, aren't out. Like games I've heard of for so long. Um, but this game, we've we heard about this back in... Uh, Jeez, I think like 2018 or something like that. Dying Light 2. Yeah. I really thought that was out too. I, I know. I saw it on the list. I was like, oh, that's freaking right. That game doesn't... Got delayed. I don't, yeah, it got delayed Must pretty have. badly. I don't, yeah. I don't believe it has a release date like at all. So they had some pretty serious um, setbacks. Uh, oh, I see. Oof. Yeah, there's some bad stuff that happened with the team kind of behind the scenes and mm-hmm. it uh some people had to step down and so yeah, yeah, not not great stuff, but that game looked interesting. So, whenever we do see it, it's going to be interesting when like some of these games that were last gen games got delayed. Like wouldn't it be weird if they just like came out in like 2 years like in 2022, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like whole different world they'd be coming out to than the first one did when a game gets delayed too long i don't sometimes that's and really delayed damaging. like into the next gen when it was like planned for the end of the first, the one gen that is yeah that's definitely a weird thing remember duke nukem forever 
That's like one of the most <laughs> long delayed games of all yeah. time. Where mm-hmm. and it came out, it just bombed. Crazy thing, time. it came out. <laughs> it is crazy that it came out at all, but it bombed big time, and it was like spanned the course of an entire generation where it was supposed to come out. Yeah, golly. Uh, one that we got teased in one of the Xbox showcases was Avowed by Obsidian, and mm-hmm. uh, just for people who may not have been, I mean, shoot, there's probably. There's a possibility people may be listening now. They've never listened to us. So Obsidian Hello. Entertainment um, created uh, one of my favorite uh, fallouts, if not my favorite, um, New Vegas. And so they they branched off. They they had a contract basically with Bethesda at the, at the time to use the, the name Fallout and create their own game, which was uh, New Vegas. And, you know, that, that game came and went and, you know, there there really was no more Obsidian, you know, Bethesda crossovers from, at least as far as I understand. And so Obsidian got bought by Microsoft, what, two years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've created the Outer Worlds, which I really enjoyed and talked about on this show. And so they're kind of a, you know, they're AAA. They're they're a little lower than than full like full AAA. They're not. You know they're not a rock star <laughs> size studio, but they're they're a big studio that makes great games, and so they're coming out with what looks like, interestingly enough, <laughs> a competitor really to, um, you know, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, it, it it looks very similar. It looks like maybe dragons, wizards, <laughs> you know, almost like a Lord of the Rings style world. You know, we we only got that one trailer. With People the arrows shoot arrows into skeletons. And then you see, you know, like some magic ball appear or something at the end. Yeah. Um, so that's one, you know, just from that enough, it was like, okay, it's going to be like Elder Scrolls. Sweet. Let's do this. Absolutely. I hope it's more like Lord of the Rings maybe than Elder Scrolls is. So it maybe sets itself apart a little bit, which, which would be cool. Yeah, a little bit more whimsical. Yeah, I'm, I'm down yeah. for that. I'm down for Obsidian just kind of trying their hand at it. And if it, they come up with something that, like, well, most people seem to like Outer Worlds more than Fallout 4, if they come out with something out of the gate that's, like, this is really amazing and just, like, even better than how Sky, like, Skyrim could have been, I don't know. Maybe. That will be awesome. It's, it's funny that you would say whimsical because <laughs> in that same show, we got shown a Fable trailer. So Yeah. It, it it could be interesting that in the next five years, maybe less, we could have Fable, which is about as whimsical of a mystical, you know, mm-hmm. um, world that we could get. And then you could have Avowed, which may kind of bridge that gap between Fable and Elder Scrolls. And then you could have Elder Scrolls. It would be like this crazy thing where like Microsoft hasn't had any of these kind of games. And now, you know, we could have three of these games. Yeah. All, all made by... Big studios too. I'll say the uh, the guys who do the Forza Horizon series of games, which I think are some of the best first party games being made at Microsoft. I, I will say, and you know, there's there's new studios, so we'll we'll see how those turn out. But the Forza Horizon games are just amazing. I mean, they're they're car games, so you know, I enjoy them because I enjoy cars, but it's not really my thing. But the fact that I was so impressed by a car game, to me, that that really blows me away. Yeah. It's, it's like, wow, you did something well enough that you kept my attention with a car game. Because, um, you know, I've enjoyed Need for Speed. I, I just, I've never really been into the super realistic driving games. But yeah. anyways, they did a really like good job. And so proper. I thought that was the right team to try to take on Fable. Because 
a lot of the stuff in Forza Horizon is kind of jokey and a little bit silly and yeah. And I mean they have they have rare in house, so maybe some of those guys can help out with the uh, whimsical silly stuff. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It seems like speaking of rare, they just seem to be kind of every now and then just kind of sitting on them. I'm like everyone just keeps wondering and like I I made like a list of some like sequels that haven't been announced and I'm like make it. Make it. Banjo Kazooie 3. Yeah. What do you uh, it's interesting. Uh there was just a interview with Phil Spencer and he was talking about how he like talking about like some uh, kind of blind spots that uh Xbox might have and he's like we we don't really have too many E for everyone games. And I'm like, dude, rare. You have rare. Yeah. Make Banjo Kazooie 3. People will People who don't have Xboxes and only are like a Nintendo or PlayStation, they will buy a freaking Xbox for that. I mean, I, I would. I mean, they I do did have some of those <laughs> games, but they're not big games. They're smaller, like Cuphead. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Size games. So Ori, Will of the Wisps, you know. But you know, you you want to come yeah. out with a big console seller, not like something where you're like, wow, I'm glad I have an Xbox. You know what I mean? Now I can play this, but yeah. get something like big, like something that. the kids who are like five to nine are like mm-hmm. oh i want to play on that daddy <laughs> but yeah uh, real, real quick but they'll bring it back to fable three i mean it's it's crazy because like all of a sudden like xbox became the console to have if you are interested in western rpgs because yeah. this is it is more more or less gonna own the market on the biggest Western RPGs there are with Fable in the that uh, Obsidian game and uh, the next Elder Scrolls. Forget about it. That's crazy. Yeah, which which is kind of right up my alley, honestly, because those have really been my two favorite genres mm-hmm. for a long time: first-person shooters, which I would say Xbox has done that pretty well for a long time, and then yeah. Western RPGs like. Fallout and Elder Scrolls, those, yeah. And, and I, I mean, good. I enjoyed Fable. You know, I, I played, I yeah. played. You beat I it. I played at least the first two Fables and yeah, really enjoyed them. And, and you know what? You know, it, again, as I said, there's a thirst for this kind of thing. Cause like this generation of gaming has been wonderful, like fantastic. But there has been a little bit of a void of that kind of fantasy rpg i think a little bit where it's like we haven't really gotten definitely that much this generation we've gotten it seems everything else but everyone's like come on where's the other scrolls i mean i understand these games will take a long time to make i mean even with games like fallout like designing a world like that might be a little easier than designing a world like uh like fable like getting those sort of assets into the game like here's a barren wasteland you know <laughs> you have to make this lush valley in a mountain those are that stuff's really difficult to make and so yeah hopefully we'll be getting it sooner than later so you know this would be fable 5 Oh, is it? Okay, I'm it was, a, I must have it, lost track. Yeah, if it, fa- if it followed the main line, so there's Fable, there's Fable the Lost Chapters, which really isn't another game. There, then there's Fable 2, Fable 3, oh, then there's so Fable, the, Fable Journey. the Journey. So that's a, that is a main line. It came out on um, 360 oh. as a Connect title, so I didn't really oh, play that one, but... There was the cancelled Halo, uh, not Halo, uh, there was the cancelled... Uh, Fable Legends. Yeah, Fable Fortune. Yeah, the free-to-play one. Yeah. Oh, was no, it? that that was... Yeah. Oh, that one actually get released? I think Fable Fortune's... Okay, yeah, Fable Legends 
was supposed to come out before that. They ended up, I don't know, they still had a, like that Fable Fortunes project going, mm-hmm. so they finished that and actually did release that. But yeah, the Legends never came out. So I'm kind of glad. I really didn't think that game looked very good. It's like the game that nobody wanted, you know, or it's like, no, yeah. no, we don't want this. Give us Fable. Like even like people who like tried to open their minds were like, eh. <laughs> So yeah, it'll be interesting if it follows the, wherever the story was at that point or if it, yeah, I, I can only imagine being that, I guess if Fable 3 is actually the last mainline, it would have been 10 years ago at this point. I can only imagine they just move on. Just yeah. say, hey, here's Fable. Let's just, start over. Here you go. Let's stop. Just stop. Let's go. <laughs> It'll be interesting how different it is, too. I mean, because this is not going to be Lionhead at all. This is going to be completely new. Yep. Completely everything new. I wonder if any of those guys are have come over. Did you know Danny Elfman helped compose for freaking Fable, Jordan? Really? That's just so cool. <laughs> all hands on deck, I guess, you know. <laughs> um. Another big one that I feel like I need to talk about is uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So this is uh, the, the sequel to it's kind of this is kind of a weird one. Have you seen any of this, Luke, for uh, Ratchet and Clank? Oh yeah, yeah. This is more of a near future. Near this future. Is coming, like, the first half of next year. Yeah, they said launch window, so this is coming soon. But we still don't know the release date. But yeah. very exciting, kind of strange though, because like the the re- most recent Ratchet and Clank game was kind of like a it was based on the movie, which uh, this the game was like far more critically <laughs> praised and far more successful than that movie ever was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not a sequel to that. It's a sequel to the last Ratchet and Clank game that came out. So hmm. interesting yeah. kind of thing there. Uh, she's looking at stuff, looking at stuff. Let's see what else we have for, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of the large franchises that have a lot more announced at this point. Yeah. Um, we're going to get horizon at some point, but you know, that's obviously yeah, well, documented. that's already been announced. Yeah. yeah. A lot of things have been announced. Uh, we don't really have release dates. So yeah, there's always like stuff by Kojima, you know, like, Whatever yeah. in the world he's working on, because you know, he's going to work is. on some big thing, and um, it's working yeah, on it right whatever, now. Apparently, whatever Bungie's working on, you know, that's a, that'll be another big one. Because apparently they're they're coming out with something completely new, you know, new, away from Destiny. different from Destiny. And I'm sure Destiny will be continued to be supported for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, be interesting. Um, <clears throat> Absolutely. I mean, uh, let's see. Kojima, yeah, who knows what he's going to do. People want uh, Silent Hill, but who knows? Who knows? They're saying there's an untitled IO Interactive, which is the Hitman guys um, Mm -hmm. game coming. So I'll definitely be interested in that. We've we've talked about this before, how good I think the Hitman reboot is. So I think these guys have some mojo at the moment. And yeah, when you have that mojo, I think you should try to pump out as many games <laughs> as you can get. You know what I mean? There's like um, when um, Modern Warfare, like Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2 and 3 were all done by, oh, <sighs> blanking on the name of the team, but they had just a dynamic team together and they put together three great games. And same, same kind of thing with Bungie when they were doing, you know, Halo 1, 2, and 3. They just 
like pump those games out, boys. Like you've got when you got the talent there, you know those guys don't stay together. Yeah, it's just like a great band. You know, <laughs> you just it just this doesn't last. Like no. people people who are that good and creative, like yeah. So yeah, IO Interactive. I think you guys are making great games. So I hope they. You know, I love rolling. what they're doing with Hitman, but like maybe it's time you you know invest some of that talent into something new that maybe can blow up a little bigger than the Hitman franchise has. Yeah. Um, studio where there's a lot of studios where it's like we don't really know what they're doing next yet. They're like yeah. they just got done with something like Naughty Dog. Like they're done for the most. They're probably going to release some multiplayer mm-hmm. for Last of Us Part Two, but other than that, who knows what they're doing yeah. next? They're they're in a really weird spot where it's like it almost seems like both of their big franchises have wrapped, but we could easily see another entry in either. But it's definitely doesn't seem like that's the case from how those games kind of uh, concluded. So I'm, I mean, it's going to be an interesting thing if they decide to we're going to do a new IP. It's all it's obviously exciting, but you know, there's obviously probably a lot of fear when it comes to that too you know hope this hope people love these characters as much as they love ellie or nathan drake or jack and daxter you know it's well they did a good job of spinning gold out of nothing with those two games so they sure did they have writers they have writers for sure um who else there's a few like uh people out there were just kind of like what are you guys gonna do what you guys gonna do yeah um rockstar Oh yeah, for we don't sure. really know what Rockstar has in store yeah. for this. Gym. I mean, we 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 know GTA Six is in store. <laughs> and hope you know. Well, but I mean, yeah. they haven't really said much about it, though. And that that being that being said, they haven't really said much about it. I mean, I thought there was actually an image that came out really in the next game. Let's see what's been but said about GTA Six. I can pretty confidently say it's coming, but yeah, of course, it's it, it, it'd be. There's no way, like. <laughs> by hook or by crook, that game is being <laughs> is being made. <laughs> it's just crazy to me that we're seven years out and we're this like unconfident to where it's like it's coming out, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Where well, it's it's still the biggest game in the world. Like <laughs> yeah. it makes it makes the most money of any game in the world. And they have to wait. They're like, okay, whoa, whoa, GTA five has to span three consoles. <laughs> We have to have a release on all three, so hold on. Well, that's not even... <laughs> they don't have to worry about that. You don't have to wait very long. It's happening. That it's is coming. happening. Um, yeah, I mean, they could very well like do something like new or like, as, as I've always hoped for, go into one of their kind of forgotten franchises like Bully and uh, whip out a Bully 2 or something, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that would be awesome i wish that game could come out i hope it doesn't get in the way of gta 6 though i have a feeling that the harry potter game is going to be as close to a bully sequel as i'm ever going to get <laughs> i don't know never say never jordan yeah it, it, i love that game and that game's awesome but yeah i mean these games are it's like it's not the same anymore like remember in playstation 2 they in playstation like uh yeah playstation 2 they had three gta games during that that lifespan and also bully yep it's crazy and G, and even in the playstation 3 and xbox 360 era they had they were really pumping them out they had so many they had four and they had all the expansions and 
Red Dead so 2. different than it is now. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like, it, 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 I don't know if it's the fact that these games are just so big now and they just take so much time, or if it's they're like, well, we are still at the top 10 every single month. So why would we? Yeah, but imagine know? if you came out with another game. Yeah, you know, I, I tried playing GTA 5 a little bit ago. There was something about it. I was just like, after playing like Red Dead 2, I was just like, man, this is, for me, even though I'm playing the PlayStation 4 version or whatever, I'm like, it's showing its age to me. You know, it's like, I don't know yeah, how really. much they're going to improve it with making a, sending yeah. a PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 game onto yeah. Xbox Series X and it's PlayStation 5. I don't know. It it does definitely feel like they're just investing so much into this game that's almost a decade old. Do you feel the same way with Skyrim, though? Because you were saying you were playing it. And that's just about the same age. 100%. But it's almost because I feel with Skyrim, when I'm playing that, I'm like, wow, I I can't get this anywhere else. You know? With GTA, I'm like, I can play an open world game. It's not going to be as big. But at the same time, I can play games similar to this. I can play Red Dead Redemption 2 and be amazed by that game. Um, but with when I'm playing Skyrim, I'm like, this game is old as dirt. But, wow, I'm doing some cool stuff that I don't feel like I can do in other games right now. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That's just me. I mean, I, if, you're, if you're connected to the online scene of GTA V, you're playing a different game than everyone's played, you know? Yeah. You're also, if you've spent a lot of money, I feel like you're playing a different <laughs> game. I've spent thousands that's, of dollars on this shit. That's one of those games where if you have a bunker and you can launch nukes and you have a Is that really a thing? Tanks, is that yep. a thing? Oh, my yep, God. It really is. If you have all that, you because you, I remember it's been many years since I jumped in, but back then was when the bunkers were being released. And it was like, I'm not going to spend a bunch of money and there's too many missions. I'm just not going to do all this to get all this. So I'm not going to get to experience that, unfortunately. So yeah, there's some cool stuff. I remember here's a little story. So we had talked about last week about how the internet can be toxic sometimes. And you, you in the past also have mentioned what we're talking about right now, where if you jump into a game, uh, I think you were talking about DC universe online where, if you have not kept up with the expansion packs, you have not bought into this, you get left behind. Well, this is how all that toxicity of the internet, <laughs> me being left behind because I didn't spend a lot of money, came to bite me in the butt in GTA Five. So I'm playing around and I'm just, you know, I'm picking up some stuff. I'm robbing the gas station. I'm doing, you know... <laughs> Simple Jack, basically, stuff inside <laughs> yeah, of, of GTA 5. Stuff we were doing, like, I look years like an ago, idiot to all the people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this guy has the freaking DeLorean from Back to the Future yeah. in the game, which is a very expensive car in that game. It's like over a million dollars, and it can just fly all, all over the place, wherever you want to go. <laughs> so what he was doing was he would fly up to a high spot, and then he'd snipe me in the head, and then I'd die. And then I'd respawn, and then he'd find me, and he'd snipe me in the head. And he did it over and over. And I tried shooting rocket launchers at him. I tried everything I could. Oh now, obviously, God. I could have just turned on, like, the passive mode and moved on with my life. But, no, I was going to have my revenge. I never had my revenge. No, you didn't, did I you? died over and over again. 
He just it's smells like new blood. About- He's like, I smell <laughs> fresh meat. <laughs> it's like you said with jumping into Fortnite and people being awful and saying terrible things. It was that, but he never spoke to me. He just emotionally rocked me over and over again. Just a cold presence looming oh. over you. <laughs> I could see his little red dot move on the map, and I'm like, he's coming. Oh, my God. The Slayer is coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Uh, it's so annoying. It's like you're for, you're filled in a world where everyone is the Joker. When you go into GTA, yep. you're like, wow, <laughs> this is a hellscape. Yeah. Everyone is that one standing on the car, and everyone's like, yeah, get that new player. Yeah, but somehow get everyone's that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, I thought of another thing. Uh, so another franchise that I look forward to, whatever they're going to do next, because I feel like they've gotten to the end, is Tom Clancy. So Tom Clancy is a bunch of games at this point. It's Rainbow yeah. Six. It's The Division. It's uh, Ghost Recon which are all games I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Rainbow Six has always had a special place in my heart. So this is a, you know, Ubisoft, obviously. So a big company that spans a lot of different games. Um, but, yeah, I don't know where they're going next. So the only game that I know of right now that's announced for Tom Clancy series is Rainbow Six Quarantine, which from what I understand, it's mm. kind of like Squadrons is, the Star Wars Squadrons game. At least, you know, I don't know all the details. I'm not even looking in front of it. I'm literally looking at a list that says Rainbow Six Quarantine. So I'm trying to go from my memory here. Um, my understanding is that this is more of like a survival game where you like you and three other people have to survive like waves of zombies or something like that. But I'm sure there's going to be more to it. There's probably going to be a multiplayer element. That's what Rainbow Six has done so well with Siege. Um, but... You know, I feel like those guys understand that at some point <laughs> you can't just keep making new operator packs for Siege. You have to try <laughs> to find the new thing. Uh, in the same way, I think uh, Bungie's trying to move on from Destiny. Um, you know, both of those games are like, I'd say, one of the two like top games as a service right now where it just they just have this ridiculously long life from their original game. So all that being said, you know, I really enjoyed Rainbow Six... Uh, Ghost Recon, Rainbow, not Rainbow Six, Ghost Recon. <laughs> Tom Clancy's, Tom Clancy's Rainbow, Six, Rainbow Six, Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon. <laughs> Splinter Cell. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Not at all. Uh, Ghost Recon um, Wildlands was a terribly enjoyable game for me. I did not even buy the sequel, which I am blanking on the name. It had the guy from Walking Dead as the main character. Yeah, yeah. Game. But it got such bad reviews. That's one of those games for me where it just got such bad reviews. It just soured my excitement for it. And I was just like, am I really going to waste $60 on a game that's getting like 50s or below? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. So, yeah, that's one that in the more, you know, maybe distant, maybe medium future. I just, I want something announced. Like, I want a Ghost Recon, or yeah, Ghost Recon Wildlands 2. That's what I really want. Because Wildlands was the thing. It it was a game where they kept updating it. They put freaking Predator in there. They put, they put a, oh, what's the uh, the guy with the three lights? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Sam Fisher. Sam Fisher, yeah. They put Sam Fisher in there. Uh, they had these such cool like side missions that just after you finished the story mode, there was still a lot of cool things to do. Um, so yeah, that was such a cool game. And of course, I think 
I think it'd be cool if they came out with a back to basics Rainbow Six game where you have a story mm. mode, you have a team, you move through a story like Rainbow Six Vegas. You know these games that you know most fans of first person shooters remember fondly and would love them to do something cool like that, bring it back, bring a new story in. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed the division. I just, yeah, there's Tom Clancy games. I think they've done a lot of good things, but I, forget I feel that at Tom this Clancy. moment, That's right. what, what was it? I forgot that, that was Tom Clancy. Is that right? The division. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. It is too. Tom Clancy's the division. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, it felt like the division kind of came to an end with two. Yeah, it felt that way to me. Um, they had a big had DLC they just released, right? Isn't that just happened? Oh, really? Just did recently? it? I, I don't know. I was asking. I don't really know. <laughs> I remember hearing. Yeah, I something know they about did it. have a big one where it like added a bunch to the end game. I never actually finished the that. I didn't find it as intriguing as the first game. Um, but yeah, I'll be. I'll just be interested. We're just talking about you know distant future things, so that would be one I would be interested to see what what Ubisoft does yeah. with just the Tom Clancy license in general, because they have so many, you know, spidering different pieces of Tom Clancy that just are cool in and of themselves. I mean, they feel like different games, really. Just They just share the Tom Clancy name. Um, there's one that I forgot about. I'm sorry. Um, it was, uh, we were talking about about Rare and what, and what they're doing. I'm pretty sure this is them, right? But, uh, yeah, uh, Everwild... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. rare, rare uh, thing. So I was like, "What are they doing? They're sitting on the hands." Yeah. That's oh, what no. they'd said in the thing. Like, this is what we've been working on. They have a big been. old IP coming out, new IP. So I mean, it looks good. I'm definitely interested. Definitely gonna check it out when it comes out. But it's one I I want to know what the gameplay is gonna be like. It, we haven't seen it. Have that we? trailer doesn't tell you at all what it's gonna play like. It's just no it's an art art piece basically. <laughs> yeah it really is i mean it looks like in an engine and it looks very nice but i have no, there it says trailer and gameplay i'm like no it's not at no. all <laughs> yeah so huh uh let's see is there any, anything else you want to bring up here i mean there's a lot of stuff coming Obviously, up but i tons. think uh there a lot of the stuff is more recent future and i I yeah. was kind of aiming this to the more distant future, so mm-hmm. I think we've covered the big ones that we're excited about for now. But yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll keep an eye out. I think there's there's a lot of things that I think are coming that we don't even know about yet that are just hundred percent not announced that to look forward to. Yeah, there's a couple of things I wanted to bring up of of uh, some franchises that I'd like to see on this next generation. I'll just rattle off really quickly. Um, this is a sports game, the uh, e-sport, extreme sport that I've, uh, that I enjoyed, uh, SSX, that mm-hmm. franchise kind of fiddled out. And I think that that game yeah. would be awesome. Awesome. Tricky too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would just look amazing. I think on next gen consoles and also just yeah. because it can like load in, uh, areas quicker. I think it would just, Oh my God. Um, it could I mean, have a massive amazing. open world. You're massive. up in the Swiss Alps going crazy. You have choices awesome to make. In VR. You'd get super sick, but it'd be so cool. You'd get sick as can be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, Sucker Punch, they just finished, uh, obviously, with Ghost of Tsushima. I think they just released their DLC, which yeah. I'm, I'm waiting till PS5 to actually jump into. But um, I want them to go back to Infamous at some point. That they, yeah, they're do. the ones who brought that one. I love that game. So 
Um, I think that'll be awesome. Uh, Konami, I'd be. Uh, they're not doing anything. They're like making pinballs or whatever, whatever they're doing. So I'd love. Doesn't seem like they've been doing much lately. No, I half expect. Is it like any Resident day Evil now. remake was that their last big thing? No, that that's Capcom. They're, oh, Capcom. Okay. Their yeah. last big thing with uh, Konami was they put out that Metal Gear Survive, and everybody hated it oh, because yeah. uh, Kojima wasn't involved, and apparently, and also it sucked. Apparently, so. <laughs> Yeah, they're just not doing anything. They have all these properties like uh, Castlevania and Metal Gear and uh, Contra and all that stuff like that. They're just, yep. everyone's just kind of like, I don't know. Um, I, I'm just waiting. One of these days, it's either going to be Sony or Microsoft or some other company be like, oh, yeah, we bought Konami. Or not yeah. probably not buying Konami, but probably buying their, their IPs because there's uh, – wouldn't buy Konami because don't they do like a bunch of different things in like Japan? Yeah, they own like, <laughs> like refrigerators or something. Yeah, you wouldn't buy Konami; you'd buy their uh, IPs. <laughs> yeah, no you way. wouldn't want to manage those businesses. Oh crap! I have to make, I have to make medical yeah. equipment now. We make sheets. No, <laughs> oh, shoot! I just wanted to make another Castlevania game. <laughs> um, con- uh, Control Two. I want that to come. I mean, they're ju- they're still putting out DLC for the first one, but somewhere down the line, I think that game would be make a great sequel. Even though they're making some stupid business decisions recently with their next gen upgrade, <laughs> but whatever. I, I that game is awesome, and I'd be all for a second one. You should play. You should try that game out at one point. You, you talking about long games? This is a game you could. Finish I was looking up Konami. What what game? Oh. <laughs> What are what what is Konami working on? What what game are you talking about? Um, control. I want there to be a control. Okay, team. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You should you should check out um, check out. The I wouldn't first be one. surprised. I mean, it it won Game of the Year from IGN last wow. year. Yeah, and that makes sense to me. I mean, it, it's a come on, Konami. What are you what are you doing? Um, <laughs> sorry, but yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely like give it a shot because that that thing is like it's it's to the point it's short it's weird the story is really weird but the gameplay is so solid like yeah. so freaking tight and solid it's so good it's like some floating and flying and crazy uh, zipping all yeah throwing crap I've watched some uh, streaming of it it's cool yeah it, and, and it sucks because that they're putting such a giant paywall behind uh the next gen version because like the game would look amazing, like even like when it's in complete 4K with you know maybe some ray tracing. Yeah, man. Oof. But whatever. Whatever. Here's man. what Konami owns: Metal Gear, Silent Hill, Castlevania, Contra, Frogger, Gradius, UGO, Sukoden, Pro Evolution Soccer, Topaz, um, <laughs> Dance Dance Revolution, Beat Mania. Bomberman, Adventure Island, Bonk, oh, Bloody Roar, and Star Soldier. So those are the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the card games. Got to be probably one of their bigger like money makers. Because I've heard that's super popular in Europe. Oh, really? Still? Wow. How about that? I think that's even more popular than FIFA is over there. Dang. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> But anywho, I mean that that's pretty much all I got. There's a few other ones I'd love to see happen, but we're talking like stuff that hasn't even been hinted at. No one's even talking about it. I don't know. But 
The future is wide open, man, because there's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> copyright, copyright struck. Disney's coming after us. Jeez, Konami. Web searching Konami is a strange thing. All the things that come up. This is what comes up when you ask, why did Konami stop making games? Konami has decided instead of making expensive AAA games for console and PC, they will instead make cheaper, more profitable mobile games and pachinko machines. Get out of here, Konami. Just give... You're, you're like holding on to all this stuff that we want. When you're like, we're not going to do that. Give them to someone else. And I think that's going to happen. That's got to happen. Give them to a third party. Give, yeah. them to, give them to Capcom. Come on. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I mean, Metal Gear, Silent Hill, Castlevania, Contra, like you said, like they could make some really cool games with those. Microsoft could make some really cool <laughs> games for those. It could really happen. I mean, they're talking about another... Oh, um, I think Sony would be... Oh, they would be pretty upset to, to lose those. Those yes. have been some big PlayStation franchises in the past. Yeah, to lose uh, Metal Gear and Silent Hill specifically. Yeah. Those are like... Those were ones that were like started on PlayStation. So they would be very... Well, for the most part, Metal Gear Solid. I know there was Metal Gear on Nintendo and on like uh, the... Uh, some computer entertainment system, whatever. But either way, yeah, they'd be there. Those are their babies. They'd be very upset yeah. if they if they went ahead and swooped up their IPs and the ones buying Konami. But if they're like, and now we own Metal Gear, we own Silent Hills, we own Castlevania, we, you know, it's like I really, I wonder if they would sell though. Like, I don't know if what they're not if using them. Sell them? It's like, what are they going to make their mobile games about if they can't make it about those franchises that they own? You know, they're not making they about them the now. They're making like slot machines or something. Well, yeah, the pachinko machines, but but I would assume that those mobile games they're making right are using those IP names, right? I don't, not that I've heard of. I haven't heard that they're I'm making. Not up a, on the mobile. I'm not. Games. To be fair, I'm not. <laughs> uh, they could. They can have UGO. <laughs> They can keep that one. It's fine. <laughs> Just keep putting it out the way it is. But give it like even you don't like want a Frogger Silent Hill mashup, Jordan. That's okay. That's <laughs> all right. I mean, honestly, the big ones are obviously Metal Gear and uh, Metal Gear Castlevania and uh, Silent Hill. I mean. No one's done anything significant with Contra in so long. They yeah. came out with this one weird game. But it's game such a recognizable awful. thing. That it is. I think you could, and people would be excited. Yeah. That, yeah. If they did something with it, if they actually did something cool with it, absolutely. But we haven't seen anything cool from Contra since like the 8-bit and 16-bit era. And so yeah. <laughs> we're a long way from Contra, even though it's been recent since we've had Metal Gear. It's crazy. Metal Gear five was such a big game it's crazy that it's just oh poof, it's gone yeah well what metal gear yeah Anyways, well that's what kojima i mean that's that's what happened there yeah yeah he was in a position where he, he was, was pretty metal much gear. was konami's games like even he was going to make the silent hills with uh freaking uh, guillermo del toro and those connections just followed him to death stranding yeah. it's just the way he makes games though is it's it's hard for it to be very sustainable. He he spent so much money. It's such a big vision, and I don't know that his games are big sellers. You know, they're they're games that are celebrated and enjoyed by a lot of people, but they're not. 
you know, they're not the kind of games where you're making like GTA money. You're not making Call of Duty money. So yeah, I mean, you know. not it's it's off and on because like sometimes well, I think it was a big risk for him to do Death Stranding, and that game sold well, but nowhere I don't think it sold as much as they were hoping. Uh, Phantom Pain did quite well um, enough to where it's like it definitely justified its release and everything and it was a success but it's off and on with him he's such an artiste that you know but each time he's asking for more money so it's like it's hard for it to be sustainable at the level of budget that he wants to spend man if he could have just done like honestly like there's no way if he were to do silent hills there was no way it would have been as expensive as (laughs) death stranded ended up being yeah can't do a sprawling (laughs) silent hills game yeah, and it'd still be scary. It wouldn't be scary. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm freaking just run away from these freaking <laughs> these freaking demons or whatever it is. I don't know. You might trip. <laughs> oh, that's true. I might trip. Might fall, fall down the hill. Oh no! I have balance to mechanics. <laughs> carry all this freaking cargo. Oh man, I make fun of that game a lot. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Uh, I think that's that's pretty. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, <laughs> there's again, that's not it, but there's always more. There's always more. That's all we're gonna talk about, though. Um. So yeah. Um. What are we gonna do next week, man? This is it's right now. We if when you're listening to this, you we are two weeks away from the launch of the Xbox Series X and S. It's insane. That's crazy. So uh, it, it's almost the ground like, is nearing. We're falling. We're feeling the wind whipping through our hair. <laughs> This is it. <laughs> Hold your breath. Um, ah! <laughs> I keep wondering what we're going to do that uh, Tuesday because it's going to be weird. People Those are going to be like, what? I'm blowing this Just up. It's scream. not that big a deal. <laughs> I mean, it's exciting, but I'm making it such a big thing. It is, and you know, and re- people listen to podcasts like this to escape a little bit. It, yeah. We can make it the biggest reality, deal of all my time. My life is not going to change much at all. It's just going to be like, oh, my games look better. <laughs> wow, my games look run and look so much better. Wow. <laughs> All right, now time to pay my bills. <laughs> um, yeah, ha- or have I'm a child. I'm so excited despite you know, that. Or have a, uh, have a baby yeah, child. That little thing. Maybe that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that thing. I name you this for I, years to come. <laughs> yes, my son. I will. He'll be called Series G. <laughs> <laughs> Series G. Series Glover. <laughs> you won't. Anyways, <laughs> that's great. We'll figure out what to do because that Tuesday is going to come, and some people will have their Xbox on that day, and we probably yeah. won't because we're getting them shipped. Uh, it's just going to be one of those things. So. I don't know. We could just celebrate. Well, you're, you're picking up your game. Your game. Uh, what's the name of the? <laughs> I keep when you say GameSpot. GameSpot. Game. Game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to GameStop to pick you're up mine. Going to GameStop, right? But that you didn't for, have them ship it, right? No, not for you're my PlayStation. But I, my Xbox yep. Series S will be shipped via Target. So, did they say show up in the morning or something for your PlayStation? I don't know yet. It'll be ready in the morning there. They don't know exactly what they're doing yet. Um, I talked to someone over Come the phone. On. I know. Two weeks away. I know. I, I talked to someone over the phone. I was like, are you guys doing a midnight thing? Or what, are you guys opening early? Yeah. They're like, we don't know. They said, literally, oh we don't know yet. Call us maybe like the week of or the week before. And I was like, holy crap, man. 
So we'll see. I'm, so I might have it on Thursday. I mean, I'm definitely going to have it on Thursday, but I don't know what time. But the Series S, it's either going to be that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's kind of up in the air, you know, with that as far as shipping goes. Right yeah, now, I still have these same messages from Amazon and Best Buy. It's just like, yeah, we'll let you know. Yeah, Target says like between the twelfth and whatever. So I don't know between the eleventh and let me see oh, really? what it says. Yeah, right now it says uh, pre-order estimated uh, November eleventh through the sixteenth. So it could be anytime. Amazon says we will email you, and Best Buy says we will ship it by release day. Okay, well, that's Not at least helpful. comforting to know that they'll ship it by release date. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> at least Target gave you a window. Yeah, it's helpful. That's definitely helpful. I mean, it's it's kind of stressful at the same time. I mean, like, I don't know how you do it because I'm not going to have them leave it on my doorstep and me be like yeah. at work. Oh, crap. It's already going to work the rest of the day. Like, I'll, no, I want to be there or at least yeah. be close behind when they drop it off. You know, I don't know. Well, I can always go over there and get it for you. Yeah, if you, I might ask you to do that if, if yeah. I'm in a, like, a position where I just can't. Otherwise, I might, I might off work. Yeah, because I was thinking about maybe taking a day off that week. So if it hopefully it's delivered on that day, but yeah. who really knows, I guess. Because it would be awesome if it was Wednesday because obviously you want it as soon as you can. But That's for sure. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you for that offer. I'll, I'll let you know about that. Um, but anyways, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll find cool stuff to do to celebrate next gen, even if we're not like, hey, we're here reporting on Tuesday the 10th. And we have our Xboxes in hand or whatever, you know, so we'll, yeah, we'll have some fun. Oh yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. But we have two more weeks till that until then. Yeah. We'll have a happy and safe uh, Halloween. I can't imagine you're doing too much, uh, but uh, whatever you're doing, yeah, be safe and enjoy yourself. <laughs> Offering some kids candy if they come. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're doing. Leaving the bowl out. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what, yeah. what what's going on right now. I we didn't Spray buy any candy. bleach in the face as they come up. Oh yeah, classic <laughs> move. Get get <laughs> clean. Here's you. your bleach. <laughs> oh, thank you for cleaning my children. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you guys next week. See ya. <laughs>